Hello, welcome to Noir Transformed, the podcast, or Transforming Noir. I'm your host, Moya Bailey. I created and coined the term Noir in 2008, and this podcast is an opportunity for me to interview and talk to some of the people who were instrumental in helping me come up with the term because of the incredible work they were doing online. Join me as I ask guests about their own experience with misogynoir online and how they imagine its transformation. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy as we answer the question, how can misogynoir be transformed? Jordan. Hi. Hello. It's really wonderful to talk to you just a little bit about kind of, I don't know, just what made you interested in reaching out and what excited you about the podcast. And I'd also love to hear just a little bit about yourself and your background what what brings you to Noir Transformed, the podcast? Well, a little bit about me. I am, that's such a hard question to answer right now, which, Ooh, which, say will, more. <laughs> which will go into like how I got here. Mostly because I think for so long, a bio to me has been like somewhere where you list your professional accomplishments Mm -hmm. and this has really been a period of my life where I've kind of like needed some some time away from my job being my life and my work and my identity which is which is actually kind of how I got here (laughs) a couple months ago I, I felt like I needed a change I wanted to do something different. I wanted to get to be creative outside of work. So I was looking at different options. I was lightly considering applying for a Fulbright, but mostly I just took stock of like, well, I really love to read. I really love Octavia Butler. I love Afrofuturism. So I was trying to find a way that I could do that or be a part of something involving people who were interested in that. And I sent out a couple of emails just doing some Googles for folks who came up in terms of scholarship with Octavia Butler and like organizations. And that's how I found you. Um, So I reached out. Yes. I reached out. I was like, Hey, the first email that I sent, I was still considering that Fulbright. So I was looking for other folks outside of the U.S. who were interested in similar topics. And then we started talking about what you were doing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I could get involved in that. That sounds, that sounds really interesting. And I was so grateful that it was interesting to you because I don't think I would have been able to pull this off without your support and help. Uh, What was it about podcasting as a medium that seemed interesting to you? 
I love podcasts. I I just listen to them all the time, probably because I grew up on a lot of audiobooks. And like my dad blasting Steve Harvey in the morning on the way to school, which is, <laughs> it, that, that was not a way I enjoyed starting my morning. <laughs> but now I, I listen to a lot, like, especially when I'm commuting, especially in the morning. I like the medium because right now it feels so difficult to get news that is trustworthy. It feels like there's there's so many competing interests in our mainstream media that listening to podcasts is a way that I get to listen to and hear about ideas that aren't being covered at all anywhere in mainstream media. But it's also a way to kind of get to, I mean, it's like me and my podcast friends, like me and LeVar Burton are friends. <laughs> me and... Crystal and Kid Fury on the read were friends. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a way to get to listen to Black folks, to get to listen to just other folks' ideas and like joy and laughter and stories and just like all of this stuff that I'm not going to find on the Huffington Post. So that's why that I love podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that in mind, were there any things that you learned uh, through this podcast series that, you know, weren't on Huffington Post, weren't in mainstream media that really caught your attention? Yeah. (laughs) That's part of the reason why I liked working on this, because I don't know if you know this about me, but I am not on the social media (laughs) I do know that about you I do know that about you now yes (laughs) no yeah I I use social media but I primarily use it as a way to find resources Mm -hmm. so I do a lot of like buying and selling on social media I do a lot of like Philly has such a strong queer community especially online Facebook is a place where you can go and be like, hey, I need a booster shot. Does anyone know where I can go today to get a booster shot? Mm -hmm. Um, And someone will answer that question. So that's primarily what I use social media for. So listening to this podcast was so interesting. And, you know, to do the show notes and edit the clips, I had to listen to every episode a couple of times. It's kind of like, okay, Social media to be is kind of like in the Devil Wears Prada where Anne Hathaway walks in and she's like, yeah, fashion doesn't have anything to do with me. And then Meryl Shreve is just like, yes, it does. This tacky little sweater that you're wearing was picked <laughs> out for you three years ago. Like, that's, yes, that's kind of how it felt listening because I'm like, oh, social media has nothing really to do with me, but it does. So getting to listen to the folks who came onto the podcast and like different black feminists and you who are part of, you're a little older than me, but in such a way where like, I've also experienced the shift in the internet where it used to be like, I was on Facebook, like 13, just goofing around with my friends, never thought that these posts would still exist 13 years later. Exactly. Um, or like being on AOL chat and like when chat roulette was a thing. So I remember the shift of the internet from being a thing that like wasn't super serious 
to being something that could like make or break you. Yeah. So listening to you all talk about that helped me contextualize my experience and why I feel the way that I feel about it now. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different experience. It is. It is a whole different experience. And getting to hear people talk about like, well, here are the ways this has allowed me to have a platform and the good things and the, and the bad things about having a platform. And here are the ways that this term, misogynoir, was able to proliferate and reach all different kinds of people in different countries who were able to think about it and mold it. That's something that I have been around for and have watched and experienced, but listening to the podcast kind of puts a focus on it. Because, you know, something that you all talk about a lot is that this work that's being done by Black women, Black people, Black non-binary folks, it's not... Is for me, your work is the only work that I've seen that's actually put a microscope on it. Mm. So that's why it was so interesting to listen and to to kind of see like, oh, this is the current. Like this is this is the wave that's been happening for a while. And like I use a lot of metaphors. It is what it is. I was about but to like, say I really <laughs> like that one. Yes. But like, you know, mushrooms were you can't see what's happening under the ground until the mushroom pops up, but there's this whole network that's existed before you even see the top of it. And it's like, so if you people are talking about this network of black women who made, who created like certain parts of the internet and certain like kinds of discussions. So that was really interesting. That was really cool to listen to. Oh, so that has me thinking what would you hope in a uh, season two? What would you be looking to listen for if, if we did this again in 2022? You've asked all of the guests how they've used their platforms or in their own lives, how they transform misogynoir. And that question always yields really interesting answers to me. So someone's always talking about boundaries mm. um, and boundaries being a way that they transform misogynoir. In season two, I'm hoping, you know, should we do this for another season? I'd love to hear more people talk about how they protect their peace. Mm. Um, I'd love to hear more people talk about, I've been in a period of really deep gratitude for my community. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've also really liked listening to people talk about how they found theirs and how they found people that they wouldn't maybe otherwise have and how they've been able to cultivate those relationships. I think the relational aspect that we've been hearing a lot about, like how people are negotiating friends far and, you know, near folks who are that like blurry line of relationships that form on the internet, but then exist outside all of those things. I'd love to hear more about how people navigate that. Oh, yes. Yes. Calling that in for 2022. Yeah. And I guess I also want to ask just what's next for you? Uh, Hopefully still working with the podcast, but also what are you hoping for yourself in 2022? Definitely still working with the podcast. Yay! (laughs) What am I hoping for myself in 2022? I want the 
world for me. <laughs> I want the world for you too, Jordan. I just want to be able to do work that is exciting to me. Mm-hmm. And this has been such a good year for work that has been so exciting to me. Yes. Um, and really fun. And like getting to work in ways that feel human. Mm. So for us, I mean, there was that month where I was like, I, I want to say that was the first week of October because that was when I left my job. Mm-hmm. And being able to say that to you and to, to say, oh, but I can do two episodes next month and having that be very fine. Like, absolutely. Working so in that kind of, yeah, so easy in that kind of like, I don't know a good word. The word that's coming to mind is breathful. That's mm. not a word, but it it feels right. Listen, it's a word now, Jordan. Massage it's a word, a word now. <laughs> but just working in ways that acknowledge that, like, I, I don't know. I feel like I've been working for so long in a way that was just like, if I don't work, I won't have a place to live. I won't eat like that, that kind of urgency and stress and like high stakes. The stakes are so high, but then doing, I've, I've done a lot of philanthropy work, but then doing work where I'm like, I don't know if this is as urgent as we are saying it is. Like, I don't know if this is more urgent than my health. Absolutely. So what I want for 2022 is to be able to have like a reciprocal relationship with work, less of a transactional one. Come on. One where I'm like, this work feeds me. And then because I am fed, I can do the work. And not necessarily just like having work be the main motivator, but also having like time and space to do things like this podcast, to, you know, try knitting projects that fail. (laughs) (laughs) um, I've been baking a lot because I love baking. Um, And a lot of folks are like, are you going to turn that into a business? I don't know. I just like baking. Yep. So I want that ease. I want that ease for myself. I want it for my friends. I want it for the people, all the people, because this, I don't know, this labor hamster wheel is not it. It's, it's not, not it. It's not. And I think actually the title of this episode needs to be Breathful with Jordan, because I think that's a wonderful thing to call in for the new year and for how we want to relate to those who we talk to on the podcast and also how we want to move forward in terms of work. You know, I've been really enamored by that uh, little video that's been going around of someone saying, dream job, you know, I don't dream of labor. And it's just, you know, that is just such a wonderful sentiment that I am trying to take forward myself that yes there's the work but also uh, labor is a means to an end in this capitalist world Mm -hmm. Uh, 
but we can still have a better relationship, more breathful relationship to it than other elements of this society would want us to have. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Any last thoughts, Jordan? Mostly just gratitude. I'm feeling, I mean, I'm, I'm probably one of the happiest unemployed people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really just straight vibing, which I know, <laughs> which I know is, is such a privilege and it's a privilege that I'm really grateful for in this moment. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful to have the time and space and energy to work on this podcast for it to be something that's been really fun for me and really interesting and just really grateful for the community and the people around me and getting to meet people like you and like us just vibing. I'm just really grateful to feel so held in this moment and to feel so cared for. And this is not what I would have imagined I would be doing a year ago. And that's okay. And that's exciting to me. I want to keep surprising myself. Yeah. So th those are my last words. I'm just wishing a lot of, of gratitude and grace and feeling held for all of us. Wonderful. What a breathful wish for all of us <laughs> in the new year. Is there anything you wish for the new year? Ooh, yeah. I generally don't do like New Year's resolutions. I do words that I'm working on and words that I'm trying to really open up my intention around. And I am trying to be intentional about space in the new year. Mm -hmm. uh, trying to take up more space in the world, also be conscious of how I'm taking up that space in the world and being attentive to the spaces that I enter into. So I'm really thinking also relationally about not just uh, people, but also the environment. And that's going to be on my mind in terms of how we move, how I move in the new year. So offering space as another way of thinking about relationship being held and what I have gratitude for. Yay. Well, thank you again, Yay. Jordan, for taking this time and for being such an excellent producer for the podcast and we'll see everyone again in 2022 thanks for listening thank you for listening to another episode Noir transformed transforming Noir, the podcast I am your host, Moya Bailey. I want to also thank our producer, 
fabulous Jordan Myers, and you, listeners, for tuning in yet again. You can find all of the fabulous information mentioned in today's episode via the show notes and also a link to the transcript. Thanks, and we hope that you'll come back again. Bye.